Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. I am known as being a very positive person. As a matter of fact, when I was teaching, a lot of my co-teachers and a lot of the parents would say, you are just almost unbelievable that you seem to find good in everything. And I said, well, if you think I'm a Pollyanna now, you should have seen me 30 years ago. You would have loved me if you wanted somebody that was negative. The term today is a negative Nelly, and there are a lot of negative Nellies in this world, just turn on the news, turn on the anything, radio, television, it doesn't matter. You're going to hear negativity spewed even from your own next door neighbors or from the people you work with or from the kids or the grandkids or the schools, every place. It just seems like nobody is satisfied. And we shouldn't be if things need to be changed. But my former principal that I really admired said, if you find a problem here at the school, please bring it to me, but please also have at least one or two options for how to improve it. So if you don't have an answer for something, what are you going to do? I know this is voting season right now, and if you don't vote why should you have the right to even speak up and talk about something that you're not willing to get out there and change? We have a neighbor who is running for an office, and he has just been so diligent in not only putting the signs in all the yards, being on radio with us, making flyers, but he sits out in this area where there's high density of traffic, and he brings out a lawn chair, has his big sign, vote for, and then, of course, there he is. Is, and he's just waving at everybody and being very upbeat. If people wanted to stop and talk to him about a situation or something they want changed, of course, stop and chat. He would love to have you. But if you're only going to stop and complain or criticize and not have an alternative, then what good is it going to do? There was a group of us teachers that had a kind of a think tank group at the school where I was, and we were always the ones that would be in charge of selecting certain options and changes for all of the teachers to vote on. And we loved it because we could give them options, and then the voting came, and no matter how big the majority of the teachers that wanted something, there was always one or two that would just stand and just spew these ugly things. And even if they only were the only one or two that wanted something, why didn't they try the change earlier? Feedback is very important, both good and bad, and yes, the ugly, but only if it's going to be working towards something that will make it better for those involved. There's a great story in the book of Nehemiah, and most of us don't know anything about Nehemiah, but this one was about the time that he was called to help rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. Now, he believed that God had really laid this on his heart. And there were people that were not only attacking and criticizing and mocking him, 
even those that were working alongside him saying, well, even a fox climbing up on it would break down your wall of stones. Ha, 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 ha. And his response to all of those critics was, well, let me just uh, handle my own here, or why don't you come up and help? But instead of feeling dejected or trying to refute them, he just turned to God. And instead, he responded directly and asked God to hear the way the people were being treated and to defend them. And that's why they needed the wall. And because he believed that it was divinely inspired, he was the one that also had entrusted those concerns to God. So his co-labors and him continued, and they worked steadily with all their heart, it says. Now, we can learn from Nehemiah not to be distracted, not to let the criticism get to us. We may even have a project in our own backyard or flowers or something that we've done or created or decorations for a holiday, and somebody's going to complain. But when we know that we're doing what is best, what is right, the best that we can do for the time that we have to do it with what we're given, then why not just stop and say, thank you for those comments. Why don't you come help? So when we get to hear this story. And if you want to read it, it's in Nehemiah 4. And it's especially in verses 1 through 6. And the (laughs) criticize, this is just really funny, because the criticizing people are the ones that were ridiculing the Jews in the presence of all of their associates. And he said, what are those feeble Jews doing? They think they're going to restore that wall Oh, they're going to bring a sacrifice? Will they finish this in a day? Can they bring the stones back to life from those heaps of rubble as burned as they are? Well, one who was by his side said what they are building, even a fox climbing up on it would break down those wall stones. And, you know, this is just the same thing we hear today. If you're in the middle of a project or doing something good, whether it's for your company, your neighborhood, your church, your family, just turn those blind eyes and ears away from insults unless they're being constructive. And if somebody does have some good opportunities to really give you some feedback, take it. But When you look at this example, and if you're rebuilding a wall, so to speak, just keep on keeping on. Don't look beside, don't look behind, just keep on looking ahead toward God. And those critics just need to stop. But the ones who have good constructive criticism, let them go ahead and help. That would be wonderful. So, Nehemiah's courageous prayer of faith is a chapter in a bigger story that leads us to an even higher ground. And many years later, by his own example, Jesus calls all people on both sides of conflict to find security in more than just walls of self-interest. He taught all of us to pray for those who abuse us and to bless those who even curse us. And that's a hard example to follow, but we must. God, thank you that in this day and age, especially in politics and in conflicting matters all around the world, 
What we need to do is keep focused on you, our own abilities, and what we believe you have called us to do, and to just quiet the critics, at least in our ears, that we might stay focused and do what you have called us to do. And we keep on, and we keep on, and we press on. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. May you have a blessed week ahead. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.